This is the Behind the Micah podcast, where we discuss Jesus, community, and everyday life. I'm your host, Micah Stephen, and our goal is always to take people from where they are to where they need to be. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to Behind the Micah podcast. Hope you're doing well. It is Tuesday afternoon, as always, and we're jumping on. Jason and I are jumping on. Uh, as we've been going through the book of Acts, here we are in March, Jason, and uh, where I'm located, March is a big time month, man, because look, I know you may feel differently than I do, but in the state of Indiana, basketball is a big deal, and especially when Indiana is good and all the teams in the area are good, then basketball is even more. So here we are, March of uh 2023 and it's and it's march madness yeah yeah and you're excited duke's duke's gonna make it it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a fun year and you beat north carolina last week we did again so you know even if you weren't playing this week as long as you beat them right and and kept them out of the tournament yeah i, I think so too i okay. i think uh there's a chance they might lose to boston college you think maybe i mean i, I, I hope wouldn't, so it wouldn't I'm surprise a, me I'm gonna put on my Boston College. Uh, I'm gonna paint my chest Boston color, uh, college colors. But yeah. <laughs> uh, not only that, but uh, you know, spring breaks this month, so a lot of people love March for for that because there's this like long time between winter break and spring break. Like I remember when I was teaching in schools, usually from like January to March was like the longest time ever because you know in the fall you got fall break and Thanksgiving break and Christmas break and all that kind of stuff. But then like, it, there's a stretch from like January to March that just seemed like an eternity. Yeah. So yeah. here you are, but Oh, and not only that this weekend, man is a uh, spring forward, which I hate. Don't you? Yes. I, and didn't they, I think they voted to change it. Didn't they? I don't know. I, I wish they would because I think they were going to stop it. Well, they ain't this year. I know that. I lo- I, I kind of like it in November because you get the extra spring, hour of sleep. Yeah. You spring forward. You lose an hour of sleep, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I and I'm in this weird spot in the country where I'm really I'm like a county away from slow time, like central time. Um, Indiana's kind of weird because we have different counties that are kind of and that's right changed in Indiana in the past few. I mean, there were there like there were counties in Indiana that didn't change years ago, like yeah. like up near Indy. I don't think they changed years ago. Well, where I grew up in Southeast Indiana, um, I was, I was a County away from fast time. It used to be fast time and slow time. And then, um, and then that all changed and they switched it back. But like where I live now in Southwest Indiana, um, there's a couple counties in Southwest. I'm pretty sure there's some like all along the Western side of Indiana that is, um, you know, slow time or whatever, central time, whatever you want to call it. So, um, yeah, like Evansville and all that area, that's all central time. And that's right. Real close to us. So crazy, man. But don't forget to set your clocks or you might be late for church or early. Is it late? You'd be late. Is that you'd be late, late, right? Cause, yeah, it, cause be, you move up an hour. No, you'd be early. Right. I don't know. It's too don't, complicated. Yeah. Just stay the same. All right. <laughs> you doing okay. Things good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing good. It's, uh, I'm been grading midterms today and mm. uh so greek midterms or uh well greek and prison epistles so uh, all right well i have a yeah, feeling midterms were last prison. week 
midterms were last week. Yeah, I, they had I had midterms last week and grading them today. And are you giving them a curve? Are they are you grading on a curve? They're not getting a curve. They are not getting a curve. <laughs> it, was, it was it was open book, you know, oh, open okay. book. So I mean, it, look, it's, I don't know. I don't know which of them. Maybe someone will listen to this, but if anyone, any, any of my students got under a 75, if any of you got under a 90%, we got to talk. Hey, you didn't give them like extra credit, like Duke questions or anything, did you? No, not this time. I have before. Oh, wow. Well, talk about brainwash. Yeah. I mean, hey, so, so here we are in, in Acts chapter seven, where we've come to, you remember last week we were in Acts chapter six, there was a. There was an issue that was taking place in the church. There was some um, unequal food distribution that's taking mm-hmm. place. And basically, um, you know, the disciples are going, hey, you know, like um, we can't handle all this. Like we're not going to be able to do everything. We can't preach the word of God and serve tables. And so we got we need some help, essentially, is what they're saying. And they get these they appoint these men to to kind of oversee it. And there's a lot of names that are dropped there. Two of them really stand out as you, you uh, mentioned last week. Uh, although it looks like uh, Timon from Lion King is in there. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. He was in there. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mention last time, you know, the book of revelation talks about uh, a group of people called the Nicolaitans and that a lot of people think that was Nicholas from here. So. Okay. All right. Well, there's two guys, and one of them we're going to get to next week. We'll we'll kind of dive in and Philip, uh, but the other the other name that really stood out here was was Stephen. Yeah, and and the Bible seems to in this letter in the, or in this book of Acts, it seems to kind of zoom in a little bit on Stephen from this point. And the Bible says that Stephen was full of grace. He's full of power, and he's doing these signs and wonders among people, and 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 basically sharing Jesus right where he's at, which is a great thing for us to remember. Like, Hey, it doesn't matter, you know, where you're located, you can shine Jesus wherever you're at. Right. And Stephen is doing that exactly where he's at. Um, but problems occur because of it. And, and so here we go. We get to, we left off at the very end of, um, chapter six, where there's people that are starting to have, some problems with Stephen because of what he yeah. did. Yeah. So we, we get you know, and I know like like chapter seven's got this incredible sermon of Stephen's. And I and I don't know what you kind of thought walking through it, but I mean it'd be really difficult to walk through a, like a sermon of this caliber. A lot of it's just uh history, old testament history. But it, what's amazing to me is how easily provoked people got at Christianity that it draw it drew opposition like it in Jesus was like an equal opportunity offender. Yeah. Like how how do you make everybody mad? Like and and it's what Stephen does. I mean he he makes everyone mad, and uh, and it's pretty incredible the resistance that the church got. The great thing here, there's a there's a preaching principle here um, for those of you who who share or maybe preach or teach. Um, one of the things that I love about Stephen in chapter seven is that he knows his audience really well. He knows who he's speaking to, and so he addresses them that way by, as you mentioned, uh, some some Old Testament history here. 
he knows who he's talking to. And so he's able to speak to them in a way that will get their attention. And Stephen, he answers these charges against him by telling the history of the Jewish nation. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he, he goes all the way back to Abraham and 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 the main point of his message is um, verse 52, which verse 52 says this. I will read it to you. It says this in verse 52, which of you prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one. Notice that's capitalized whom you have now betrayed and murdered. And so the point of this message, and I, I won't go too deep into that. Um, and, and maybe you can address a little bit of this message as well. But the main point of this is that Jew, the Jews, even though they were God's chosen people, right? They've done their, 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 their utmost to deny him, to deny who, who Jesus was. And, and even to this day, like you, if you know much about the Jewish faith, which I don't, um, real well, but, but I do know that there are a lot of people who are still to this day um, waiting on Jesus to come because they don't believe he's come yet. My my understanding, actually, most Judaism today is uh, is is not very religious. Uh, a high percentage of Jews today are atheists. You know, they still call themselves Jews. There are there are very few practicing Jews and there's no one in Jerusalem offering sacrifices. Yeah, so so here here we have this this essentially this issue um, at hand that he brings out, and I love what he says actually in the verse before. Yeah, yeah. In no verse... wonder they no wonder they hated his guts. Yeah, yeah. He, it, you he think calls this out. means you know? Go ahead, go ahead and read it, and then I. Yeah. I, okay, let's read it. Let's read it. Verse fifty-one. It says, "You stiff-necked people." uncircumcised in heart and ears you always resist the holy spirit as your fathers did so do you yeah i mean does this mean that name calling and preaching is okay <laughs> i mean jesus did it right you brood of vipers could you i sons mean could of you hell. imagine sons of hell yeah you make you twice as much sons of, could you imagine like looking down and there might be some people you'd like to do this to pointing <laughs> the finger and being like you stiff-necked you know, uh, uncircumcised in heart and ear. I mean, <laughs> dude, he he laid down the gauntlet, and so I, I do think, Micah, that that what this shows is we can be incredibly bold in 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 what we say, and it's not, it does not have to be unloving. Yeah. I don't think this is unloving. I just think he's confronting, uh strong opposition he knew he was about to be killed yeah right and so here's these people who you know and the question for me is why did the and this the 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 sermon right why did the jews not believe you know and it's because they didn't want to and 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 stephen says the same thing jesus did you you know woe to you jerusalem you who stoned the prophets and killed those who were sent you know jesus said this is all you've ever done, right? Mm. You, you've always killed the prophets. Yeah. And so it's not surprising you're going to kill him. Yeah. You've always killed the messengers of God, the Jews, not the pagans, the, right. the Jews. Well, and I'm and, not, I'm not promoting anti-Semitism. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying historically, 
that's absolutely what Stephen was saying is they that's who they were. Well, and not only that, but but I think I think there's something here that that we need to remember is that not only is Stephen's message being rejected, but they were also rejecting God through this. Yeah, you know, they, they they weren't rejecting necessarily just his message, but they're rejecting God Himself. And, and and my question through all of this, as I was studying this and looking over this, is 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 are we guilty of of being stiff necked people? Wow, with uncircumcised hearts and, and ears. Yeah, I think that's the perspective to look at this. You know, it's easy to see ourselves on the other side of this, but. I know, I know that every Sunday we have people that fit that description in our pews. Yeah. Right. Every church, right. Has people in that, that no matter what truth you lay down, they're not going to hear it. They're not going to accept it. Uh, and, and that's exactly, that's a stubborn, stiff neck, uncircumcised in heart and ear. That's a, yeah, that's incredible i mean I, I i'm i'm just in awe over the boldness that we see through seven chapters in the church and you would think given everything like if we just listed off the some of the circumstances the poverty the selling of their land the liars of Ananias and sapphira the dispute in chapter six and then one of your key leaders is about to be killed and i was to say what do you think you think this is a growing church you might yeah. be like, this defies every church growth principle that we would have learned about. So maybe we just shut church growth principles. Well, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that I really like about this. If this isn't true, which obviously I believe it is, and I know you do as well, but that's a lot to give up if it, for, for something that, that wouldn't be true. Like, like nah. Stephen was willing to literally give his life uh, through all of this, and we see this not just Stephen, but multiple people. Stephen, yeah. you know, you know, the earliest martyr that we see here, and it's right. not going to be the last time. And uh, and also, by the way, as we've noticed throughout this book of Acts that we've been studying, is is that you know, even even when they think that hey, we're going to shut these people up, it just explodes yeah. even more. Yeah, the, the old saying is true: the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. I like it. And, and, and for Rome, you know, and, and, and so like what through uh, nine chapters, you know, we have the, the, the primary persecutor of the church being Jew, Jewish centered. And, and eventually it shifts to where it seems to be Roman centered, you yeah. know, and, and even when there was this orchestrated, agenda against the church from caesar yeah it the church just exploded with growth so so let me ask you this i'll, I'll flip the tables on you here is is persecution uh it does the church do better under persecution than it does under e ease and comfort I, I think yes i think the answer is yes uh may, maybe i don't know about now uh, I, I would say yes, because I, I know like places like China where this stuff's going on, you know, the church is growing rapidly in China and places where they're told to shut up and be quiet. Do you think that helps explain some of the apathy in the American church? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. That we, we don't have a cost. Yeah. And, and we've always thanked God for our freedom and I don't want this, right. you know, like, like I don't want, there are negatives with persecution. Like, <laughs> 
you kill your best leaders and you're going to have a theological void. I, I think historically, false doctrine always followed in the wake of persecution. I mean, you, you kill Stephen, you kill a James, you know, you eventually kill all these apostles and uh, some heretics going to fill that void. Yeah. But, but, you know, you mentioned China and I couldn't imagine being a, could you imagine being a, a Christian under those circumstances? Yet the stories I hear, the underground church is booming. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's incredible to know that those situations are, are, are still uh, taking place even in this day. I mean, as Americans, we don't, we don't understand this quite like any other place in the world. I mean, there's, there are places all over the world that are experienced this on a daily basis. I know places that around the world that make you sign waivers. Like when yeah. you come here, there's a chance you might lose your, your land. Uh, you might lose your family. Uh, you might lose your freedom. And, and most of all, you might even lose your life um, for what you believe in. And yet we know this, that, even under persecution, especially through what we see here in Acts, is that persecution is what led to the boom. Yeah. You know, it, 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 and it was the, the scattering, you know, and, 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 you know, I'll save this for eight, but it was the persecution that caused the church to scatter and the persecution which caused the church to scatter caused the church to go global. Yeah. And, and not, and not just leave it there. You know, not, 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 essentially you're thinking, hey, they're leaving the church. And, and and going somewhere else, but actually taking the church and yeah. going to where they're going. And that they never pack their bags as a whole and quit. They were, you know, I, I used this Sunday night in class. I was talking about, you know, I outlined acts and, yeah. and I just said through all these up, all these downs where our, our world would say, there's your quitting point. That church is done. The church continued to grow because they had an obsession with the gospel spreading yeah like they, they were collectively obsessed with the gospel that's good you know and 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 i i i just think that's a a great lesson for uh you know church church growth you know is maybe the things that we think that would be death blows to a church aren't the confrontation of sin the uh, dealing with dispute and and then the persecution, it it had the opposite effect for that the high priest had in mind that the that the Roman government had in mind. It had the opposite effect. But dude, Stephen's the man. I, well, that's you, what I know. Stephen's you. Man. You would think you would. It'd think be a good last name too. It's a great last name. You know, spelled exactly the same. I, I you know I, I struggle with people when they when they mess it up. They they want to put an S on on your. I've last never uh, yeah or or spell it with a V or call it Stefan, and it wasn't Stefan okay, it's Stephen Stephen uh, great last name good, good point is, Jason yeah uh you know but 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 you know my my thing is this is okay if we're seeing this and you got to think that there are people back then seeing it like wow. Where, you know, like maybe the first time when we try to shut the church up and, and shut them down. OK, it didn't work out. But time and time again, it was having that boom effect. You would think that the people who are trying to get the church to shut up would realize like, hey, um, killing them is not working. I guess maybe we see that with John. You know, when John is is not killed, he's like one of the the only disciples that, that wasn't killed. Um, 
mm-hmm. you know, for his for his faith. Um, you know, they just Domitian just sent him to uh, you know to an island somewhere and was like, well, hey, just boiled him in oil. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I understand that, but but I mean, just you know, these other guys have really really died for their faith, oh, and yeah, I, yeah. I think I and and they saw those effects, and so you got to think like the people who are trying to shut them up are going. Okay, it's not working. Whatever we're doing is not working. So, so if 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 we had to face what they faced, may who in our who in our churches would stick it out? Like, would we would we be willing to give our life for it? And and my guess is, if real persecution broke out, we'd probably be surprised at who left and who stayed. Yeah, you know, there there'd be surprises on both sides of that. But I, I love too, like if you're kind of following along, Stephen gives that sermon. There, there are some good nuggets in there that we don't get from the Old Testament directly. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, you start to see, you know, when he's about to be put to death, they're going to, they're going to stone him. And, and you catch in verse 54, they, they, be, they look at, they're, they're like gnashing their teeth. Yeah. And, and, and then. And then what I think it talks about like them them plugging their ears, you know, because they don't want to hear what 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 he has to has to say. Uh, but they were cut to the quick. It says in verse fifty four. Can you imagine? Can you imagine hating something so bad that that's the way you felt towards something? Yeah. You know, like like I hate this this message so much that I'm willing to close my ears and gnash yeah, they, my teeth. They covered their ears and rushed him. You know, verse 57, how immature it's like, please stop preaching to, a, you know, yeah. but, but this is the different, this, this shows so much about human condition. Yeah. In Acts 2, the same thing said, the crowd was cut to the heart and they asked, what should we do? These people are cut to the, they're, they're equally convicted by the message and they say, let's kill the messenger. Yeah. And, and, uh. You know, and and so the question, were they convicted? Yes. Did they care? And I think there's people that are convicted by the message that their answer is to shut up the messenger. Yeah. 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 That's so. So here we see Stephen. We see what's happened to him. The Jews, they react to Stephen's testimony by killing him or stoning him. I don't know that we really grasp uh, what a stoning would have been. Uh, you know, it's not just some hard rocks. Ah, pause. No, I'm kidding. Kidding. No, no. The answer is no. Um, Your mom listens to this. (laughs) The answer is no, by the way. Um, but can you imagine like, I'm not, you know, a historian by all, by all accounts, but I, I do know that I, you know, I've studied some different things and, and these stones aren't just, you know, tiny stones that you throw rocks you know when i was a kid uh at our church before we got blacktop we had uh we had gravel and i remember there was a lot of times where we would have gravel fights where we'd throw rocks at each other and of course we'd get in trouble because you weren't supposed to throw rocks for one thing you're probably going to bust a window or chip a window or something on somebody's car there but for another thing like somebody could get hurt with this, with this handful of rocks imagine what these stones must have been like enough oh, yeah. to kill steven you know, and, and these, this isn't probably just, you know, one, uh, two, it's not three the way people. I want to go. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty painful, man. Let's just throw, let's just throw rocks at him until he dies. Yeah. 
And that's what they do. They stone Stephen. These are religious people. <laughs> Could you, I mean, I, I just can't imagine. I don't, I, I it, my mind can't fathom the length that religious people who claimed and valued the law of God, the same laws we still value, you and me. Yeah. And they were willing to bring false witnesses you know, against people, they were willing to kill, conspire. They're willing to stone a guy. the The level of their uh, of their hate. This was a, you know, their rejection was deep, emotional, not just intellectual. And apparently, and and, and so, you know, and and obviously, you know, I think you were driving at, you know, Stephen having this vision, right? I see heavens opened up. Yeah. And the son of the man standing at the right hand of God. I, I don't know what, what we have is this instance of, of Jesus, the son of God, in his ascended state, standing, mm. not sitting, right? Because mm. the thing that got Jesus off his throne to stand was on, was somebody dying for the faith. Yeah. Which is incredible because he's not alone. You yeah. know, like, like, like. I I found that I love that about this. And as I was reading this again, you know, sometimes when we read something over and over again, we we catch points that we missed. Um, And it's just this thing. I was thinking about this when Stephen's dying here. He's he's not by himself. He's not alone. Mm -hmm. As he's going through this, Jesus was watching and present with him as he as he, you know, as he said he would be when he ascended. And and And, there's, uh, you know, maybe there's no would be martyrs here right listening to us but there is a special place for the martyrs we see that in revelation the martyrs under uh, you know under the altar crying out how long how long but and not to be gloom and doom prophet i do think that in in america i i think that we at least need to consider the possibility that the ease and comfort we've had with christianity in our culture is changing so quickly that we might face this and I think you and I should raise our kids expecting to be persecuted in America. I really believe that. Yeah. I think you can start to see the writing on the wall with that. I hope I'm wrong, but I, but I, but I, but I, I think that, I think that that's changing. So, uh, you got, you, we, we have, a uh, in verse 58, we are introduced to uh, a new, uh, that's where I was going next. A new character in the story. Um, there's a there's a name dropped here that a lot of people are very familiar with. Verse 58 says, then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. We covered that. Excuse me. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. Yeah. We're introduced to this man named Saul who kind of plays a big part in in the rest of this New Testament that I would say so a little a little bit and and really the the, the you know, that that statement by Luke there, you know, aside from, you know, really a pause through Philip's accounts in chapter eight, but really the rest of the book of Acts follows Saul. Yeah. I mean, we have the break in 10, too, with Cornelius, but but really Acts follows Saul, you know, Saul of Tarsus. And, and man, I can't wait to get into uh, some of that here. But but, you know, here we here we see Saul, this man who. uh well, we'll just we'll get into him as it as yeah, it gets yeah, closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, he's absolutely one of my favorite people in the Bible uh, to study and to read. I actually read a biography on on Paul, 
uh, as as he'll be called. Um, have you read it? Did I? I've I've looked through some of it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really good. Um, I'm I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm I'm infatuated with uh, just studying. I love a good biography anyway. Uh, but I love reading about his life, and uh, I I don't know. There may be some other ones um, out there, but I don't know a whole lot of biographies on Paul. So yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, we we we're gonna get to that as we get closer. But man, this this idea of persecution, I just want to, you know, we won't keep this any longer than it needs to. I don't want to keep uh, dragging it out, but I do want to say this really quickly. This this story um, of persecution that I know of when I was a kid. Um, there, there was a specific mission that the church that I grew up in, um, yeah. supported and there I was, a, yeah. And, and there was a, and, and, and honestly for, I don't even know this, if this is a safety thing or not, but for safety, I won't even mention his name, but, okay. but, but, um, he was in a church in China and he was nine years old. I remember the story was told that he had brought a friend with him to church that Sunday. And in the middle of the service, there were these men who came in, uh, these terrorists kind of came in with guns uh, and essentially took a picture of Jesus down and sat it at the front of the church and basically told everyone in the room to go in and spit on the picture of Jesus and they wouldn't kill him for it. And everyone lined up in this line from the story, except except this nine-year-old boy and his friend that he brought with him. And so they, they take these two out back and everyone in the church, you got to be thinking like, I, I can't imagine, like I'm trying to imagine this right now with, you know, modern day, like right where we're at here in America. Like, can you imagine in the middle of your, your service, something like this taking place and they take them out back and they fire these shots in the air. They don't shoot the two. They just fire the shots in the air. And everyone inside thinks that, hey, they killed these kids for not spitting on the picture of Jesus. And actually, the opposite happened. These men come back inside, and they fire their guns and kill everyone that's in the church, except the two that didn't spit on the picture of Jesus. And I'm thinking, this is bizarre. This is wild. This is persecution. And my idea of this is this. As, as you kind of were driving earlier, Jason, is at what cost do you follow Christ? Yeah. Like, it's easy for me to say in front of a lot of people that, that also follow Christ, hey, no matter what happens, I would stand for him. But I guess I'll leave our listeners with this. At what cost are you willing to follow Jesus? Yeah, that's good. And... Mm. Yeah. You have any, you have any thoughts you want to add? Well, when I was in India, uh, I went in 05, uh, went to India. And one of the things didn't talk to some of the preachers there and, and the persecution they had been through was incredible. And they told some of those stories. And uh, later on, you know, after they got done telling their stories, I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not emotional, but for some reason I got a, like, like, I cried like a little baby. Listen, the story, real stories they face. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys asked me after they were done talking, sharing their stories, being beaten. And they said, do you have any scars for Christ? And, uh, and I, I had to say, uh, yeah, no, I don't, you know, and, and remind me, you know, Paul says I bear on my body, the brand marks of Christ. 
the stigmata. Mm. And, and, uh, man, we don't, we, 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 we have very little costs. I've, I've had very little, uh, you know, I've lost friends and I've lost some, uh, you know, relationships because of it. But Paul said, anybody that wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Mm. And I wonder, I just wonder if maybe the church in America hasn't been worth persecuting. That's a great question for us to think about and ponder. And, you know, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think things are changing. I think we need, we need boldness and courage. And uh, there's a reason the cowardly are the first group thrown into the lake of fire in Revelation 21. Well, and I think it's interesting that that's what they prayed for. We saw that earlier. We we discussed that yeah. actually in chapter four. That's what they prayed for was was boldness. And maybe that's what we need to pray for more as as the church is not God keep us safe, but God make us bold. Yeah. And I and agree. not only and not only that, but but here's here's the promise through all of this. And this is where I was going with that. Stephen was not alone when he was going through that. And and I just want to say this. Jesus yeah. promises us in John chapter 16. Remember what he said? He said, In this world. You will have trouble. You will have tribulation. You will have these things. But 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 remember the promise he says on the end of it, which is so comforting, is but take heart because I've overcome the world. Yeah, and and that's good, Micah. I think that we need reminded of that. You know the the you know in Hebrews, never will I leave you or will I forsake you or I will be with you always, even to the end of age. We're not we're not left alone. We're not left as orphans. Uh, we have his presence. And, and I think that's one reason, I mean, I, it's a great account in acts, this act seven, but I think maybe, could you imagine as this got this account of uh, Luke's account in acts began to spread written account began to spread through the church, what it had to mean to the church to read of uh, the first martyr mm. and, and, and just be able to read that and be like, Man, that those examples, those heroes, you're, the guy you're talking about, yeah, uh, you know, with with that account, the, uh, we tell those stories not to brag on them, but so that we'll have more courage. Yeah, yeah, and and I try to even place myself in those situations, and I'm like, how would I have responded here? You know, maybe I wouldn't. Have, some sometimes, sometimes, uh, not saying anything at all, or just kind of being neutral. Is right. worse is worse than being against, you know. It's kind of like the person who you know, may, you know. There there were probably some people that I don't know if there were anybody speaking up here for Stephen. Uh, I venture to say there's people that were watching this that were thinking, "Holy cow, I roll with Stephen." You know, I don't know if I want to say anything because look what's happening to him, and yet, um, I don't know. I I just think it's important for us to remember through all of this is that Christ is with us. Right. We have a message to tell, regardless of the way culture goes or the area that we live, that message is still the same. And we still have that objective uh, to take the gospel to the ends of the earth and yeah. share the good news. And and uh, I pray that whoever's listening to this, that, that that's your life. Like you could say, honestly, like, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to share Jesus with people regardless of what what culture or society says. I agree. And luckily in the United States, um, like we said, it's not, it's not there like some places in the world, um, but it could be. And so uh, we always want to be ready to tell 
and stand for the reason of why we believe what we believe. So, hey, good stuff today, man. Next week, we're going to be jumping into Acts chapter 8 and uh, diving in. We're going to see that name Saul a little bit more. Uh, We're going to be introduced into uh, Philip. Chapter eight might need to be two weeks, dude. I mean, it's a good chapter. I was gonna say there, there's a lot of lot of different stories that are taking you know place that? in chapter eight. Great chapter, by the way. I know I, I, it's such a good. Uh, you know, you're you're making me want to preach at through that. Yeah, Acts Acts gets a bad rep sometimes because that's where a lot of people get. But honestly, man, that's where the church began, and so it would just take thirty weeks to preach to it. <laughs> I don't remember how many weeks I did. I did do a series before. It would take me. It would take me thirty weeks. Yeah. So, but next week, guys, go ahead and read chapter eight. Uh, Go ahead of us, read chapter eight. Be ready to discuss it and uh, let us know what you think about um, time change. What you think of of time change? Also, put tell us who you think listening to this. Who who is your March Madness pick to win it all this year? Let, let, let's see let's see what people are saying it, it doesn't have to be duke or indiana yeah, let's just let's just see let's just see who it is and and go from there right hey uh thanks for listening guys thanks for tuning in today don't forget to check out all the major platforms apple spotify anchor and uh, man thanks again for listening so much and uh, we'll talk to you soon see you next week this has been a behind the mic podcast thanks for tuning in make sure you check us out next week And remember, we're always striving to love God, love others, and serve both.